What's going on, family? TGIF, happy Friday, and welcome to another edition of The Faction Quick Hits. It's your man, GB Gerard Bonner, and I hope you guys are doing absolutely amazing. The weekend is officially upon us, so I hope you've made plans to do some pretty epic things. Well, as epic as one can do while there's still COVID-19 in these streets. So hopefully you are being safe. You're wearing a mask. You've got your gloves on. You're washing your hands. You're doing your part to prevent the spread of COVID-19. And in the process, hopefully you're enjoying yourself as well. After all, it is summertime. A big shout out to everyone who hangs out with us on a regular basis on our social media spots, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We really appreciate you following us there at The Faction Show. Shout out to everybody who's also joining us on this podcast. Yep, that's you. And for those of you who are subscribed, it's a double clap. Yep, that's what we're doing. Thank you so much for uh, being a part of what we're doing here at The Faction. And if you're not subscribed, it's super easy. Click the subscribe button and uh, do us a favor while you're doing that. Rate and comment on your podcast platform of choice and share this with a friend or a follower. It'll definitely be appreciated. All right, then. Now it's time to go into the news. Of course, we've got the Wednesday Night War that took place between AEW and NXT. And let's just go down the line in terms of what happens. Congratulations once again to AEW Dynamite, who picked up their fourth consecutive win. And this one was a big one. As a matter of fact, both AEW and NXT saw some significant increases in their week over week attendance or viewership. AEW came in with 901,000 viewers. That's up from the 773,000 viewers they had last week. Meanwhile, NXT drew 753,000 viewers, which is up from the 707,000 viewers last week. So both NXT and AEW making some incredible strides this week, which is absolutely amazing to see. Both had some pretty impressive shows on the NXT side of things. We got another clearer picture in terms of who would be a part of the North American Championship ladder match as we saw a big win for Damian Priest who now will be in that match we also saw a number one contenders match that saw Dakota Kai get the win over Rhea Ripley due to some interference from Mercedes Martinez on top of that, we got to see a tag team title match that saw Imperium defeat the Undisputed Era with some intriguing distractions from Pat McAfee, as now we've got some clearer picture in terms of what's been going on between Pat McAfee and Adam Cole. So if you remember a couple of weeks ago, Adam Cole showed up on uh, Pat McAfee's show it really kind of turned into something that was crazy and unexpected. A profanity-laden explosion happened involving Adam Cole. He would later apologize for his outburst. Now McAfee shows up on NXT, gets into a bit of a Donnybrook, and punt kicks Adam Cole. Well, late-breaking news, it is turning into a match, and the match is going to happen at TakeOver 30, as indeed Pat McAfee has accepted a challenge from Triple H to have a match 
with former NXT champion Adam Cole. That's going down on TakeOver 30 the night before SummerSlam. Should be some very interesting things going on there. That's what happened with NXT this week. On the AEW side, we saw a 12-man tag match, which was pretty impressive. And I got to say, it was fast-paced as the Young Bucks, the tag team champions of Hangman Page and Kenny Omega and FTR teamed together for what was an explosive match filled with lots of high spots, very fast paced. And it's a great reminder, as of course they took on the Dark Order, it's a great reminder of what the tag team scene looks like in AEW. When we were with you Wednesday, we talked about the women's tag team tournament, but let's just keep it 100. The men's tag team division in AEW is absolutely special, and they showed us that Wednesday night. Perhaps one of the other big highlights was the debate that happened between Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho with the special moderator, one Eric Bischoff, who made his first appearance on TNT in literally 20 years. It had to be kind of deja vu for Eric Bischoff to show up on a program that has Tony Schiavone, that has Jim Ross, that has Chris Jericho, that's on TNT. What a flashback. And yet it all felt right and it all felt good. Congratulations to Eric Bischoff. Now, if you think you're going to see more of Eric Bischoff on AEW, not necessarily. My understanding is that it's a cameo appearance, one and done. We may see him at another time, perhaps, but don't look to see Eric Bischoff regularly on AEW television. And quite frankly, he doesn't need to be there. He's not needed in the current wrestling product, though it did do certainly something big to really add something special to this uh, debate that took place, which I thought the debate was really, really dope. Like, I thought they did a phenomenal job with that. And then, of course, the main event being a world title match, Darby Allen gets a title shot against John Moxley. Moxley wins what was a very competitive and brutal match. Yeah, so all across the board, AEW and NXT are bringing us amazing wrestling, making Wednesday nights now the go-to night for pro wrestling, and that's a major change. Monday night used to be that night, certainly when you're looking at Raw versus Nitro, WWE versus WCW, um, yeah, and Monday nights aren't necessarily the go-to anymore for pure wrestling fans. So it's very interesting to watch and see what's happening uh, with AEW and NXT. So we mentioned, of course, AEW ended with John Moxley successfully defending the AEW World Championship. Well, his wife, Renee Young, uh, has made a very, very interesting challenge. So they brought the cast and crew of WWE backstage together for kind of a watch along for SummerSlam 92 on FS1 this past Tuesday. And as part of that, Renee Young announced that she would love to be involved in Raw Underground in a match against the current SmackDown Women's Champion, Bailey. To some, that seems a little far-fetched. After all, we've not seen Renee Young hop into a ring or into combat of any type, taking on Bailey in an 
environment like Raw Underground doesn't seem to make a lot of sense, well, at least to some, but it certainly could get some eyes floating on things. And so that led us to an interesting article that's out there looking at seven great Raw Underground fights that WWE could book. So let's kind of run through them and let me get your thoughts on what you think uh, could happen from all of this one of them of course uh they talked again about renee young versus bailey which we just talked about how about triple h versus vince mcmahon with the winner getting to book wwe i could go for that it probably wouldn't happen but that'd be kind of cool shinsuke nakamura versus kushida that would be a lot of fun and i think there's a lot of great opportunity for us to really see strong style if something like that would happen how about ronda rousey versus Shayna baszler both of them of course part of the mma four horsewomen faction which uh you know showed up quite a bit during the may young classic but we haven't seen them all together inside of a wwe ring that could be interesting to see them at Raw Underground. How about this? Samoa Joe against the NXT UK champion, Walter. That could be brutal. That could be a lot of fun. Then there is uh, perhaps one that's been teased for quite some time now. Matt Riddle versus Goldberg. Long overdue. They definitely have some very real tensions that could potentially be worked out in an environment like WWE Underground. How about this one? Karrion Cross versus Dave Batista. I think I'm taking Karrion Cross on that one, should that ever happen. And a match that seems obvious that we have wanted, that WWE has not delivered to us, even though both of these guys are hanging out in the same company, Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley, both of whom, of course, former MMA fighters. They both have done uh, fairly well in a UFC or an MMA situation. Brock, of course, being part of the UFC, Lashley being a part of Bellator. I think it could be very interesting and could really legitimize Raw Underground. Those are some dream matches that uh, comicbook.com threw together, and, and, I, and I think that some pretty good stuff there but i want to get your thoughts what do you think would be a dream match for raw underground let us know right now uh via social media instagram facebook and twitter we'd love to hear your thoughts on that also be reminded of course tonight is another episode of smackdown uh if you're interested so that should be some interesting stuff there impact wrestling seems to be making some very interesting moves as well and so I want to ask you this as we get ready to wrap things up. Which organization are you really dialed into? Not necessarily which ones do you watch, because some of us are watching things by default, but we're not necessarily invested. We may not necessarily like it. But which brand really has your attention right now? Is it AEW? Is it NXT? Raw or SmackDown? Impact Wrestling? Could it be, uh, I don't know, Major League Wrestling or New Japan Pro Wrestling or maybe some indie organization out there that you've been checking out? I want to hear your thoughts. So by all means, let us know by way of social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Faction Show. Absolutely would love to hear from you. Of course, subscribe to our podcast. We love when you do that. All sorts of cool things are going down this weekend, and we'll have a great recap coming for you on Monday. Until then, it's your man, GB Gerard Bonner, representing for my good brothers, Courtney Beard, Brandon Clack, 
and of course John Murray collectively were known as the faction. I my people, here we go.